by star and stone, by the power of the land within and without, by all that is fair and free. Croiso, welcome to the rite and celebration of Alban Arthur, the winter solstice, here in the grove of Anasois, with white druids and wake the white. This is, of course, the year of the solstice star, with a rare grand conjunction between Saturn and Jupiter, an event that happens only once every 400 years. Known as the Great Awakening, this is widely seen as the beginning of a new age in our lives. Eyes southwest then, just above the horizon, just after dark. Meanwhile, what of the solstice itself? Solstice means sun standstill. As the sun at this time in the northern hemisphere appears to rise in the east and set in the west, in the same place for several days. The time of longest night, the earth seems to pause in the face of overpowering dark. But then the sun is reborn and begins its long journey back to power. Albanarthan means light of winter, or perhaps more poetically, light of Arthur, where Arthur is a personification of the god of light, who's reborn as the Celtic son of light, known as the Mabon, on this day. Perhaps the origin of the King Arthur legends? Albanarthan, therefore, marks a time of completion and a new beginning, and this moment of rebirth is marked by a great celebration called Yule, with feasting, dancing, and merrymaking. Edukramar, is there peace here? Oiseduk, yes, there is peace here. Lord and Lady, we ask for your blessings on this rite and celebration of Albanarthan in the grove of Anasoyth. Spirit of this circle, spirits of this place, we ask for your blessings, guidance and inspiration in all that we do here, and as above, so below, as within, so without. And now I ask you to join me in the Druid prayer for peace. For without peace, no work can be done. Deep within the still center of my being, may I find peace. Silently within the quiet of the grove, may I share peace. Gently within the greater circle of humankind, may I radiate peace. May there be peace in the north. May there be peace in the south. May there be peace in the west. May there be peace in the east. May there be peace in this place and throughout the whole world. And now I ask you to join me in saying the Druid vow. We swear by peace and love to stand, heart to heart and hand in hand, 
Mark, O Spirit, and hear us now, confirming this our sacred vow. And now the Gorseth Prayer, also known as the Druid's Prayer. Grant, O Goddess, thy protection, and in protection strength, and in strength understanding, and in understanding knowledge, and in knowledge the knowledge of justice, and in the knowledge of justice the love of it, and in the love of it the love of all existences, and in the love of all existences the love of the goddess, goddess and all goodness. Now I'd like you to join me to sing the Awen. The word Awen in the Welsh language means inspiration or essence, or quite literally the poetic muse. In modern Druidry, the Awen represents the breath of the divine. This breath of the divine is the life essence of the natural world. The breath flows constantly around and through us, and is the source of spiritual strength and illumination, prophetic insight and poetic inspiration. We chant the Owen three times, and the word is chanted as three syllables. A-U-WEN Power of inspiration, attend to us, voice of the fire of wisdom, voice of the well of inspiration, come into our hearts, make us aware of every good or ill. O bridged, guide our right in the way of truth. We ask you to make our hearts clear within us. Oh, and power of inspiration in this sacred place. Oh, and power of inspiration in the sacred time. At this point we cast our circle with the stang or staff clockwise from the northeast to define sacred space. Let all disturbing thoughts be set aside. The circle of our horizons, of our lives and lands, of time and of the year, of seasons and of goodness, of birth and of growing, of dying and of rebirth. And so the circle of love and protection is cast. This is sacred time. This is sacred space. Let us all be fully present here and now. Now we call the quarters to ask the blessings of the spirits of the four directions, starting in the east. East, with the blessing of the hawk of dawn, soaring in the clear, pure sky, 
I call upon the spirits of the East and of air. Hail and welcome. South. With the blessing of the great stag in the heat of the chase and the inner fire of the sun, I call upon the spirits of the South and of fire. Hail and welcome. West. With the blessing of the salmon of wisdom who dwells within the sacred waters of the pool, I call upon the spirits of the west and of water. Hail and welcome. North, with the blessing of the great bear of the starry heavens and the deep and fruitful earth, I call upon the spirits of the north and of earth. Hail and welcome. Feel the energy of the earth flowing up into you. Feel the energy of the sky flowing down into you. Feel truly centered in the space between. May the harmony of the lands be complete. Within this circle and in the apparent world, I declare the opening of this ceremony of Albanathan. The warm breezes of high summer are now but a memory. For long weeks we've lived with the growing dark. For long weeks we've yearned for the intensity of light. We've endured rain, mists, and endless gloom. Now the ground becomes hard, rhymed with frost. Cobwebs glitter in the foggy air. All creatures of earth, water, and air have been in darkness, seeking their way to visions and dreams. The land sleeps. Now we stand at the winter solstice. I proclaim this time of greatest night. As one we stand in this circle and attend the triumph of the dark. Let us now feel the darkness with our minds and our hearts, and mourn that which is finished and dying. Only when we have mourned the passing of the old can rebirth occur. When we let go of our longing for the past, we're free to nurture the still small light of hope in our hearts. Let us cast away whatever impedes the appearance of light. Let us mourn all that has gone before and is no more. As the cold and dark have grown strong, we mourn the passing of the bright days. The warm breezes of high summer are a memory. The oak is bare. The earth is cold and the sky is black. But now we stand at the turning point. At the moment of greatest darkness, the sun stands still in the sky, then turns and begins its long journey back to full light and warmth. Although we have many more long weeks of darkness ahead, we now know the light is growing, the year is turning. At the nadir of the year, at the centre of this sacred circle, I hail the king of the trees. I praise the glory of the oak, the lover of lightning, the symbol of the eternal and the infinite. At this time of greatest dark, Cut with golden blade of crescent moon from the mighty oak, I hail the mistletoe, the all-heel, 
born between the heavens and the earth. For in every death is a seed of birth, and in the darkness of the longest night, as we await the dawning of the waxing year, the mistletoe symbolizes the goddess, taking the seed of life from the god, so that the sun of light may be reborn once more, our hope for the future. May the power of this moment inspire us here at the rebirth of the light. May our lives and hearts be filled with joy. Let a new fire be lit in the depth of our souls. Let us proclaim the rebirth of the sun, the Mabon, the youngest one, who from the womb of the Great Mother is born in silence and weakness, as the smallest of lights, in this the midnight of the year. Let us proclaim the creation, the rebirth of all things, the recycling of all that is past towards a new good. The Mabon is born. Now awake, earth, sea and sky. The brightness of the reborn sun calls out to the return of life. Now we light a candle. I take this little light in token blessing to all corners of this land to symbolize the return of the sun to our lives. May joy and blessing grow with the rebirth of this sun. North, I call upon the spirit of winter, the spirit of earth, of the womb of creation of the night and the snows of winter, deep roots and ancient stones, Hail the fertile darkness of the north. Life and light is reborn. East, I call upon the spirit of spring, the spirit of air, the breath of life, of sunrise and of new life and of new growth. Hail the gentle breath of the east. Life and light is reborn. South, I call upon the spirit of summer, the spirit of fire, of energy, of passion, spirit of the noonday sun, the heat of summer, vitality and abundance. Hail the rekindled spark of the south, life and light is reborn. West, I call upon the spirit of autumn, the spirit of water, of the ebb and flow of emotional tides, of open seas and running streams, of cleansing rain, spirit of the evening sun, of twilight and of autumn. Hail the icy waters of the west. Life and light is reborn. Hail the Mabon who comes to this place as a child of future generations. We bless you for your gift, which is the gentle flame of hope that each new life brings into this world. The Mabon asks only one thing in return on behalf of all the children of the world, that we unite in peace and harmony to protect and nurture this planet, our home, and home for all those who come after us. Hail all those that came before us. Hail the Mabon and all those who follow us. 
All see the turning of the wheel, the endless cycle that connects us all. With reverence and joy, we welcome the Mabon, the returning light. In peace and harmony, we stand as one to protect and serve our Earth Mother. And so I hand over to Jan for a truly inspirational true story. Jan. As we now are approaching the winter solstice, known as the sun standing still here in the northern hemisphere, where it rises in the east and sets in the west, and it is the longest night where the earth seems to stand still. I would like to take you to the southern hemisphere and to Africa, and I would like to share with you a miracle, a story that has never been told, certainly not here in the grove of Innesweath. I went to Africa in the year of 2001 and I went to live in the township of Orange Farm which is an offshoot of the township of Soweto and it was a time when the overspill from Soweto found the people at Soweto found a new home it's called Orange Farm because it was donated by an Africana who grew oranges and he donated his whole land to the people of Soweto. And I went to share the home and to live with a wonderful woman, Olga Lutu, a six foot four Sutu warrior woman who ran Orange Farm with love and compassion. When I left England to go to South Africa, a friend asked me, why are you doing this? I didn't know when I was going to come home. And I said, I'm going to heal my heart. And when I arrived at Orange Farm, I met with a huge culture shock of living with the barest of necessities. Extension 1, where Olga Lutu lived, was the first extension built. And the shacks were made of breeze block, corrugated iron, bare partition walls, electricity that had wires hanging from the ceiling. It was a very, very basic way of life. Olga Lutu was a beautifully proud woman and her husband, Daniel, was a proud man. He was a prince of the Vendor tribe and he, ran, he went around Orange Farm in a beat-up old um, Merc which took so many people inside that beautiful car going around the mud and the ruts in the Orange Farm. It was a joy to watch. I was at college when the Soweto riots broke and the news came to us and the visions on the TV absolutely broke my heart of the school children trying 
so hard to demonstrate and protest against apartheid. And there was nothing I could do where I was. But when I went into college the next day, I did a drawing and it just came. And it was a portrait of a woman with a beautiful, beautiful headdress, smiling, happy. And she had a gap in her front teeth. And I finished that drawing and I kept it. And it stayed with me while I was going to college in Swansea to get my degree. And then, on the day that I came to Orange Farm, and when I came into the shack of Olgalutu, there was a woman there, and she turned round and gave me the broadest, most beautiful smile with her front teeth with the gap. Uh, and I knew that I had drawn her all those years ago and that I was here where I was meant to be to do work in Orange Farm. The people of Orange Farm, like all of the people in the townships, were suffering from many things. From tuberculosis, from raging rheumatoid arthritis, from malnutrition, and from AIDS, and the medical treatment given of AIDS, AZT, which caused so much illness of itself. And when I went there and I met Coco, I met her daughter, Anna, who was dying of AIDS. She rallied for a few days, and I sat with her in the small garden allotment that each of the shacks was allowed at Orange Charm, and I got to share with her why I was there, and told her about Sadia, which is Start Dynamic Individual Action, which is AIDS spelt backwards. And I was there to offer help in alternative medicine, in permaculture, in the days when an incredible solar cooker came to Orange Farm, to the orphanage there. But Anna did not live to see those, because she died three days later. One of many deaths that I witnessed became a part of in that time. And I went with Olga Lutu on her surgery walks to see the people of Orange Farm and how incredible and wonderful the human spirit is. I loved those people, and I put down roots in Orange Farm. As the days and weeks went on, Olga and I became firm friends. I found her to be quietly, incredibly intelligent lady, who knew the politics of the time, who knew the sociology of the time, and she also knew the truth about how her people were being dealt with an AZT that was so harsh that it was killing as many people as they claimed it would cure. So we found a level playing field with each other. And it was on one of these afternoons that Olga sat down and told me of the miracle 
the reason why she is called the mother of Orange Farm. And we go back to the time when my heart broke over the Soweto riots. And she was in Soweto. She was a young mother. She was a teacher. And the day that the children rioted and marched and were fired upon by the army was devastating. And all of the people, the adults, the mothers, they started to protest, but they were put under house arrest. She was under house arrest. And she was pregnant with her daughter, Andisa. And what happened was a miracle. All of the mothers of Orange Farm came together, broke their house arrest, and marched together. And it was the pregnant women who made the decision to lead that march. And they walked arm in arm down the streets of Soweto. And waiting for them were all of the army, the soldiers. And helicopters were above. And they were circling around and still the women marched. And they marched on and there were orders to start to fire, to shoot. And as the women got nearer, one by one, the men put down their rifles, put down their guns. And one by one, those men marched towards the pregnant women and embraced them. And that is the true ending of apartheid in South Africa. Okalutu, the mother of Orange Farm, healed my heart that day, and I thank her. The power and the majesty of those women remain with me, and as we move towards the year 2021, the great healing of the world, we know that the compassion and the heroic acts every single day by many people is being powered by the feminine principle. I call the healing of our feminine wound the last, last apartheid. And this poem came out of my time at Orange Farm. Our two mothers care for us, nurture us and keep us whole. From the beginning of time, there is love within the womb, sacred waters enfold us. All is balance, all is harmony, we are at one with all there is. The sacred water carries the essence of inner knowing, intuition and feeling. Our chosen mother carries the sacred covenant of guardianship and care for nine months. We hear her heartbeat and it nurtures us. We are not alone. What is given to our chosen mother in love or hate is the blueprint we carry into birth. How precious is the woman. 
How precious is our Earth Mother, entwined within the guiding principle of love, they stand as glorious reflections to each other. Neither has forsaken the covenant, still such a small flame now, flickering against the harsh wind of ego and domination. Women limping under the weight of a false identity, tricked into enablement, supporting the wounded male. The Earth Mother, stripped and bleeding, does not seek vengeance. She does not seek domination. All she seeks is balance and harmony. Women must seek balance within, not compete for sovereignty, but seek true union with man. Invite him back in with love. From the still point within, he will find the woman within, with love. celebrate our winter solstice in the northern hemisphere in the southern hemisphere it is the summer solstice and i was at the orphanage at mahalisburg when our summer solstice came and it was a wonder 
because on that evening all the children in the orphanage took their drums and went to the large hall and drummed all night to welcome in the solstice sun that day. And we had created one of the largest stone circles ever from stones quarried from the nearby quarry. And it was on that solstice morning that we inaugurated that stone circle with many people from all over in the villages. And the children, three of them, came running from the apex of the land. The orphanage was built in a triangular of land and at the apex of land, these children had discovered the biggest gift ever. And they came running forward saying, look what we have been gifted. And it was a black eagle, the most sacred of African auguries, the black eagle. And on that solstice morning, we honored it. And the fire was lit and it was an eternal flame, as in the Zoroastrian eternal flame of peace. And I became firekeeper for the time I was there. And I learnt much about how sentient and conscious fire is. So I celebrate the African people. Mother Africa, may she live and heal us all.
Thank you so much, Jan, for an amazing contribution. I'm going to have trouble following that. <laughs> now, this is the part of the festival for sharing. We share between ourselves and our ancestors a little bread and mead, the Druid fluid, our traditional gift from this year's harvest, in promise of the next. We thank the Mother Goddess and the Fruitful Earth for all she has given us to take us through the bitter winter months that lie ahead. Now what we should do this year is to save a bit of bread to sprinkle on the ground outside afterwards and save a little mead likewise to pour on the earth afterwards. And now we bless our provenance. Erse, 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 Jorven Modor, Blets des dert, on des beor, Swawit wen nawa, Ungur no thurst. Erse, 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 Earth Mother, Bless this bread and this mead, So we may never hunger or thirst. Pour the mead, raise the cup, drink your share of wisdom deep. Strength and love now fill us up, as the elder ways we keep. More sharing now. In the Icethford, when I would usually ask anyone who's anything they would like to share in this space, a poem, a reading, a song, a little dance perhaps, to step forward and make their offering. As we can't do that in a podcast, I'll simply make a personal offering to you all. Okay, well this is my own offering. It's about winter, and it's also about having a writer's block. You'll probably see as we go along, and it's called This Empty Page. So long seems this winter world of snow before me now. Bone-cold scape of hardened flake unmarked by sullying print of poor. White out without and so within, awaiting east wind's first biting breath to thaw, the frost-locked flood to wash the colour in tumbling streams of chaos across this empty page. Below ground's virgin canopy, a stir of movement signs all life renewing, crowing first in the rich warm dark, Coiling to burst in fountains of beauty When the white tide turns on the wheel of the year of men And the world waits, wondering, watching For the first sprouting tip to blast a breach In this glassy snowscape, glistening, listening As if to hear from where the first breath comes Oh, when rising and in the power of her song Enchanted glades will fill and flourish, and fruits flood forth on bending boughs as beauty's bounty transforms as if forever this empty page to a living thing. Now we move from the sharing towards the closing. Lady Nawalin of the Nine Blossoms, my Lord of Light, we thank you for our lives in this realm, 
for watching over us through the darkness and bringing us safely to the new brightness beyond this gateway. And we ask for your blessings on ourselves and on our loved ones. We ask for your blessings of peace and tranquility for all those in conflict, whether physically at war or battling within the private grove of their own heart. We ask for your blessings of healing and serenity for all those in pain, as well as for our beloved Mother Earth and the multitudes of creatures who teem across land, sea and sky. And we ask for your blessing of safe journey for all those in passage to the Summerlands. God has blessed and keep all those already passed and guide all those whose journey is now in progress. So may it be. Lord and Lady, fill us now with your sacred power and bless us with your wisdom that we may use and direct your power in your name always for good. Fill us with the Arwen, the flowing spirit of creative inspiration that we may better share with others the bountiful joys of living in this amazing realm you have created for us here. Illuminate us from within that we may radiate your light upon the world around each of us, around the sacred wheel of each year. We ask this in the name of the Sky Father, the Earth Mother, the One Spirit of Light. May the light of love and devotion shine brightly in our hearts. May the light of understanding shine clearly in our minds. May the light of harmony be forever in our homes. May the light of peace shine forth from our being. May the light of our presence bring love and peace to all, wherever we may go. Now is the hour of recall. As the light of this celebration dies down, may its sacred flame be relit in our hearts. May our memories hold what I and ear have witnessed. May the radiance of this ceremony remain a light in our hearts. Now once more please join me to sing the Owen. And now may the spirits of the four directions be thanked for their blessings as we close the quarters. North, in the name of the great bear of the starry heavens and the element of earth, I thank the spirits of the north. Hail and farewell. West, in the name of the salmon of wisdom and the elements of water, I thank the spirits of the West. Hail and farewell. South. In the name of the great stag and the element of fire, I thank the spirits of the South. Hail and farewell. East. In the name of the hawk of dawn and the element of air, I thank the spirits of the East. Hail and farewell.
May the harmony of the lands be complete. And now with the stang we uncast the circle anti-clockwise. As the circle is uncast and we prepare to go our separate ways, I offer this prayer for all. May our hearts be gentle, our minds still and open, our spirits unshackled, our awareness keen, our consciences clear, our nature giving. May we be a healing energy, may we be of benefit to all. May our lives enrich others, may we know right from wrong, and may we live in harmony with our Mother Earth and the natural world all around us. May the blessings of our Lord and Lady be with us always. I declare this rite and ceremony of Alban Earth and in the grove of Anasoyth, closed in the apparent world. May its inspiration live on within our beings. Love and every blessing of Alban Earth and to all. And thank you so much for sharing with us. To end with, just a few words from Maggie Simpson. Even in the darkest of days, may the light shine bright within you. A fire is burning, the long night draws near. All who need comfort are welcome by here. We'll dance neath the stars and toast to the past year. For the spirit of solstice is still living here. We'll count all our blessings while the mother lays down with snow as her blanket covering the ground. Thanks to the mother for the life that she brings. She'll waken to warm us again in the spring. The poor and the hungry, the sick and the lost. These are our children, no matter the cost. Come by the fire, the harvest to share, for the spirit of solstice is still living here. A fire is burning, the long night draws near, all who need come are welcome by the past year for the spirit of solstice is still living here the spirit of solstice is still living